Okay, Erev Tov, we are uh, in our last installment of the 21st chapter in the Moran of Uchim Chelek Aleph. And we're discussing the verb avar. And we gave five uh, definitions for it, just quickly to review. The first one is physically passing. Something passes from one place to another. The figurative explanation is uh, when sound reverberates and it passes. That was the second one. And the, the third one is uh, also a figurative term when some kind of light or shechina, representation of the shechina, passes by and that's when a prophet is having a dream. So he's really not seeing anything but it's what his nevuah is telling him to see. And then the fourth thing is the idea of someone overdoing something too much. He's passed more than he's supposed to have. And the fifth one is the idea of creating a diversion. And that was the explanation that Rambam wanted to use in the Pesach of Yavor Hashem Alponov, that Hashem was creating a diversion um, uh, uh, that when Moshe is expecting to see Hashem, Hashem created a version to avoid Moshe from seeing his face. And therefore, he won't be able to see what he was looking for, but rather saw something on a, a lower level. And the Rambam says, and that's very important, you need a lot of siyat to not oversee what you're supposed to see because that could cause all kinds of dangerous results. So that was the basic um, first explanation. What we're going to do today is we're going to see the Targum's explanation and as well the Ramam will give a third explanation for this. All right, that's where we're up to here. Avol targum now we're talking about the Targum Unculus, so this is a very early, tar- uh, this is way early, like from the times of the Gemara. Nohag min he conducted himself according to what he normally does for this Pasuk and in any Pesukim like this. Now, what he's going to say in the next two lines, no way the English translation can explain it properly. But after I say it, then I'll tell you what it really means. Okay? Okay. Vizek, he called over Shim Miyuchas Al Habori, any uh, concept that is attributed to Hashem. And people who are trying to comprehend it in a physical way. Or those who think in such a way. What, what, what Targum wants him to understand is we're lacking the word that needs to be connected. And therefore we're using it to associate with something else to connect to the creation and mechusar as if the word is missing. So what he means to say is that whenever we have these psukim where you could mistakenly think that we're talking about a physical representation of Hashem, should always know, Targum always will put in, there's like a missing word. And he puts in the missing word that takes away the understanding that it's physicality. He does this consistently. And we'll give a few examples of this. And you'll see what we mean over here. Omar Bamro. For example, when we're talking about uh, this is the dream this of the ladder. Vine Hashem needs of a love. 
So Hashem is standing upon him. So what he's going to do is he will say there's an adjective before Hashem. Something attributed to Hashem is standing before him. He'll always put a word before Hashem. It's something of Hashem, but not Hashem. And if you look carefully at the Targum, okay, you want to zero in, get the arrow right under that word. Vinei Hashem Nitzava Love. The next word, it's Yikara to Hashem Me'atad Alohi. The glory of Hashem stood upon him. So it's, it's something of Hashem, but not Hashem. The glory of Hashem. Don't think it's Hashem. Now, whatever the glory is, but it's not Hashem. The Amr Ba'amro, another one, and this was just last week's Parsha, with Lavan, where he says, Yitzef Hashem beini u'beinecha. Hashem should see or, or be a barrier between me and between you. So what's Targum say? Yisach memra da Hashem. The word of Hashem should be a barrier, meaning the covenant, so to speak. Okay? And therefore, he continues where he uses his commentary regarding our Pasuk. It says, That Hashem passed before his face. It means, Hashem will pass the Shechina before Moshe's face. There's always one word that is missing. Now, it is interesting, if you look in my commentary over here, it tells us that there's three different ways that Unclus will translate the connecting missing word to Hashem. One time it's Yekara Hashem, the glory of Hashem. One time it's the Shechinte Hashem, the Shechin of Hashem. And one is the Memer, the, the word of Hashem so to speak. And why is, so he uses three different connections to attribute to Hashem, but not Hashem. And why does he use these three? So uh, the commentary over here explains, for example, when he, the Rambam doesn't bring it here, but when it says, Vaya'al Elohim me'al Avram, Hashem ascended from upon Avram. So Targum says, Hashem's glory uh, ascended from him. Not Hashem, but his glory. So his covet. So why is he doing that? So whenever he wants to explain Hashem in a way of transcendence, where Hashem is, so to speak, when the Nevu is over, Hashem leaves him. So Hashem, it's like the transcendence of Hashem is that's what he's saying that that part of Hashem, the glory of Hashem, leaves him. In another pasuk, as we had, for example, when the Jewish people said, "Hayesh Hashem," this right before the sin of the water, no water before Amalek attacked. Hayesh Hashem b'kerbeinu is Hashem in our midst or not? So we've got Hashem in our midst. So Targum says, "Ha'ishchin tod Hashem b'neinu is the shchin of Hashem in our midst." So what does it mean? When does he want to use the word Shechina? Shechina wants to describe some kind of closeness, some kind of imminence of Hashem. We're asking, is Hashem really close to us? It's the Shechina of Hashem. And finally, the third one, when he says Memra, it's talking about some kind of connection. Uh, when we have the Pasuk, 
Vayikar Elokim El Bilam. So what does it mean? Vayikar Elokim El Bilam. So Targum says, the word of Hashem came to Bilam. Well, there's some kind of connection with that. So then we use the word of Hashem. So it's either used when it's Hashem is going away, coming close, or interacting. And therefore, it's using three different words. But Targum's consistent approach is it's not talking about Hashem. It's talking about some aspect of Hashem that is not Hashem at all. And that's the part that's being uh, attributed over here. Uh, let me just do another two more lines and then I'll just finish it. Then I'll take the question. And therefore, So therefore, what's this thing that passed before motion? It's not Hashem, right? But it's the Shekhinah, that light that was never below suffolk. That's something that got created without any doubt. That Shekhinah that passed before him. And that's the Kvod, the, the Kvod Hashem, or all those other things. It's something that Hashem creates that the prophet is able to visualize in his prophetic state. And therefore, this name refers to Mamish for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's Moshe's face. Perish Alpanov on his face means Lifanov before him. Just like in this week's parsha, Yaakov says to Esav, "Vatavor hamincha panov." Let the the gift pass before his face. V'zeh gam kein perush yofavetov. The Rambam says, "Targum, it's a very nice perush. I have nothing against the perush of, of, of Targum, even though the Rambam learned it's a diversion, uh, but the Targum is attributing something else, like the Shechina." That's fine. So now, just one more point, Sheldon, and I'll take your question. Then here's the point we wanted to make. That everyone would say, the Rambam's really the first one who had to say there's no corporeality to Hashem. So we see that's not so. It was Targum Unculus, which was a thousand years before, because Targum always was careful that whenever there could be any way of defining Hashem in a corporeal way, he always throws in a word before that. And that word before that is for the purpose for us not to think that there's a physical aspect of Hashem. So it's not that the Rambam is being radical at all in what he's saying. He's being loyal to Targum that was a thousand years ago. That's clear in the Gemara they understood these ideas. In fact, that people, you know, become, uh, what do you call it, ignorant over the years, and it becomes a big, major problem. Okay, but the Rambam wasn't coming up with any revolutionary idea. Okay, now. Trying to get it right. Isn't this, I think it's really like what he's saying here, what the Rambam said. Um, but isn't it just trying to say just the way you understand it? So, like, we all, a long time, we said, well, a strong arm or my hand or whatever, it's just a, uh, a way of expressing it in a way we can understand. Nobody really thinks it's really an arm or a hand. Or a well, there were people. What are you talking so about? There how people. different is this than that? Is what I'm saying. He's, he's not I'm, throwing I'm, in the words I'm, as much as he's saying you need to understand it in this way. But I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what your question is. Is, is it a question or a statement? He's not throwing in a word. He's really just saying you need to understand <laughs> it in this way when when we say. Yeah. Between you and I, then it's it's God's word, not God between you and I, which is no different than the way we always said. You need to understand all these metaphors that are not really physical. 
Yes, but it's a different way of doing it. In other words, it is very, the Rambam is saying when you have a certain word, he's like, that's not what it means. Rambam, for example, it says, Vayavor Hashem, Hashem is passing. Rambam is saying, no, Hashem, passing itself is a physical attribute to God, right? So he says, no, Hashem diverted. So right away, the word passing has no physical association at all. What Unculus is doing, he'll, he'll allow the word Vayavor to mean passing, Pass, but yeah. it's not Hashem who's passing, but it's the Shechina that's passing. But, so, they, so they're both agreeing we can't give God any physical attributes, but how we go through the method is quite different. Because the Rambam is being more using more linguistics to do that, while the Targum is saying, we'll just understand when it says, whenever it says Hashem like this, it doesn't mean Hashem, but it means some kind of manifestation of Hashem that can have some physical attributes because it's not Hashem who we're talking about. So as opposed to the Rambam saying, yeah, it's talking about Hashem. And you know what he's doing? He's distracting Moshe. So we're keeping the object, the subject, Hashem clear. It's talking about Hashem. No question about it. But Hashem is diverting his face from Moshe. Well, the Targum is saying, Hashem is actually passing before Moshe the Shekhinah of Hashem. And the Shekhinah has some kind of physical attribution, at least, you know, again, what that is, you want to say it's smoke, you want to say it's an image of the Navi, there's different ways of understanding that. Clearly, when we say the Mishkan was filled with the Shekhinah, there's something there. Okay, what it is, I can't tell you what it is, I've never seen it. Okay, but it's something that fills. It's not Hashem, it's the manifestation that Hashem creates. So that's when we're talking about the Shekhinah or things like that. It's something like a light, the light, right? Clearly at Sinai there was something that people saw. What they saw, I, we've never seen it since, but it's something that was surrounding that prophetic vision. Okay, that's... Like in the Torah, it says, um, when it talks about Yerushalayim and Beit Hamikdash, when it alludes to it, it says, "A place where I will rest my presence." Same idea. Right, but it specifically right. says Shechina. So, so, so right. it, it doesn't say Shechina. It doesn't say Hashem or rest. It's not a shem. It's not a shem. So then, uncle doesn't have to do that because it's already being done. Well, some so can say it straight out. There is no problem. When Hashem says, I'm going to fill it with the Shekhinah, that's not Hashem. That's, that's right. not Hashem. So then there's no problem. You don't have to do anything with such a passer. We're not saying it's Hashem, it's the Shekhinah. So if God wanted us to assume all these other ones were the Shekhinah, he would have just said it like he said it when he, when he met before. Okay, so, so what you're so saying is, why doesn't it say the Shekhinah? Because oh, yes. and then uncles wouldn't have a job to do. I mean, well, I hear. Like, I hear. So Shelley's asking everything. a good question. When, so why? What we have to ask: Why does the Torah sometimes specifically say the Shechina, and why does the Torah not say specifically Shechina? For which Unculus has to support us with that idea, the Shechina. So that could maybe be why the Rambam prefers his pshat. Rambam never does that. Rambam is saying it's diverting. He's not. He's not he sleeping. He's not sleeping in. Sneaking in the shechina here. But the so therefore the Rambam says it's a parish yafeh. It's a nice parish, but you can see why the Rambam wouldn't use it. 
or as we'll see in the third parish that we're going to come up to, why the Rambam, and that might more explain, because we're going to see a third parish, which seems to go along the same lines as the Targum, but instead of always Targum is throwing in Shechina, throwing into this, as Rambam says, no, we're going to throw in a different word. And it could be because of your question, Shelley. Now that you're mentioning it, because it's a good question, and I was trying to think of why would the Rambam not want to just go with the Targum, I think your question's an excellent question. Okay, so now, let's continue. We're on the words umima. Okay, we got that, umima, yeah. Umima, shemachazek perish unkulus, and what else will corroborate the explanation of Unculus, this idea that a word is missing, he's filling in over here. Mamar Harkasa, let's say when it says in Shmos, Ba'avur Kvodi. Okay, what does that mean when my kavod passes? Here you see clearly it's not Hashem passing. You see there is an idea of his kavod passing. And lo atzmo partial, but not Hashem. Okay, so in other words, he's saying, you see the Torah uses that. The al-hakavod, and for this kavod, Omar ad ovri, until it passes. And therefore, therefore Hashem al-panov, and Hashem passed before his face, meaning what? The kavod passed before him, or the shina. So, it's interesting, the Rambam is using that to corroborate the Targum, that you see the Torah itself says, my kavod will pass and not me. So then Shelley will ask, good. But if Tar doesn't say that, then why is Targum? Well, Targum's saying it, and we know it can't be referring to Hashem. The only question is, why sometimes is Tar saying here clear? It's saying that, So, but when it goes, Hashem al Panov, why didn't you say, Hashem al Panov? Or, the Shkin of Hashem Panov. So that's a fair question. Okay, comes along the Rambam now with interpretation number three. It's it's, it's we're gonna, we can call it two A. It's basically going along the lines of the Targum where we add a word in, but the Rambam says I would prefer to add a different word, not to have the word uh, uh, the Shechina, not to have the word uh, of um, the glory or the the the. The statement, so to speak. So let's see what he says. And if there's no other way to look and analyze the psukim, but like the targum, that a word is missing, if, if you want to continue along those lines, as Yonkulus does this, and he's just repeating now what Unkulus does. Pam Sometimes the missing word is the Glory, the covet. Upam Yesimeo Shechina. Sometimes he'll going to put in the word Shechina. Upam Yesimeo Memra. Another time he'll put in a statement. Kviinin Kalmakom. Where is every place? Hineanachto. So we could do the same thing as he does, but I prefer to add a different word. Gamke Nasima Mitzercha Melchusar Hedi. You know what is missing here? Call the voice. Let's just add the word voice. And you'll see why he likes adding that word more than anything else. The Indian, so when you have, for example, Vayavor Hashem al Panov, so instead of saying the Shechina of Hashem, 
So vayavor kol Hashem al panav. Vayikra. You understand now? Because, and now the voice of Hashem passed before his face and he, and he called. Well, that fits in really good because when you're calling, it's under. So when it says, and Hashem passed before, the understanding is what passed. The voice of Hashem passed. And then, and the Pasuk says, Vayikra. And he called. So what do you call? You call a voice. So it's the voice of Hashem that passed before him. We've already explained earlier of the five different understandings is vayavor can mean a, a sound that is traveling avara on that word as it says vayaviru kol that there was a voice that traveled to the machane and that call was kara that he called okay. It's not such a big question. Why are we emphasizing the idea of voice or sound to calling? Because they're very much connected. Because when you're calling, that's what you're doing. You are raising your voice. You solid Moshe. Hashem is doing it to Moshe. Or as we have in another place, Omer Vayishma Esakol, Moshe heard the voice, Mitabre love, in the Mishkan. So you see, again, there is this idea of the voice, and Hashem can pass a voice as he is Vayikra. Ukamo Sheyiches Hadibur Lakol, like we associate speech with a voice. So we can certainly associate calling with a voice. So when it says, Hashem passes the voice, and he called. And now you have the understanding, and we have this association between speech and calling and voice, the, the, the utterance of calling and speech uh, and voice. Shinemar, you have a pasuk in Yeshaya, Kol Omer, the voice says, Kra, Amar Mo Ekra, and what should I call? And therefore, when we're talking about our pasuk of Vayavor Hashem, he's saying it means Vayavor Kol Hashem Al Panav. The voice of Hashem passed before Moshe's face. And what does Hashem say? It's a beautiful shot. Hashem, Hashem. Now there's a big machlokas what that means. Is Hashem, Hashem part of the 13 attributes? Or is it not part of the 13 attributes? It's an introduction. And the Rambam clearly, at least in this context, is saying it's not part of the 13 attributes. And Moshe is saying, listen, if you're ever in trouble, remember, say the 13 attributes. So you know what you do? You say, Hashem, Hashem! Lekriya is you're caling out. Kihu Yisalad Nikra. That's what Hashem is called. In other words, just like we have come out, Moshe, Moshe. When Hashem wanted to speak to Moshe the first time, he said, Moshe, Moshe. When Hashem spoke to Avram, 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 to get your attention. Vizogam came Pirsha. And there's also a very nice interpretation. What the Rabbim is saying is, therefore, he would prefer, if we're going to use Unkelus' model, of saying there's a word omitted. Call. So let's say what the word's omitted, I would prefer the word call because, because number one, it at least fits in one of the five interpretations of what vaya, avor means. A voice is passing, so to speak. 
And it fits in because then Hashem is Vayikra. And he called and he says, this is how you call me. Hashem, Hashem. Hashem, Hashem. Now, Kel Rachum V'chanun Erech HaPayim. This fits in very good. And now you understand why, perhaps as with Shelley's question, why he omits this pshat, then Unkelis's pshat, or what I was thinking to say before what you said, is Hashem tries to minimize any kind of even physical creations of Hashem. In other words, according to Targum, it's like there's, he, he made the Shekhinah, there's something Hashem makes. So he'd rather minimize that as much as possible. He'd like to minimize anything that's anything physical connected to Hashem better to have less than one. So what about calling? So I think we have to come back to my understanding of calling. It's still not a voice the way we understand a voice. Because what, what does it sound like? And like I'm saying, it's a call. The, it's the frequency that goes into the mind where the word, it's, it's the same. If, if you have telepathy, it's a transmission on a different frequency, yes. just like a dog whistle, right? Doesn't dog whistle? You don't hear it. You don't hear it. So, so let's try to understand what is that? What is that? The dog whistle. Nobody hears it, but the dog hears it. So what is that? It's a different frequency. And, and, and what is the dog hearing? I don't know what he's hearing. What in the there's dog's just, ear? What's he just? Uh, or what's he? You know, so obviously Hashem could make a little better frequency than a machine does, and Hashem can make the frequency what produce words. Hashem speaks to Moshe saying. But I'm saying, but it, so it's the call, the call that's on the frequency yeah. of the prophet whistle. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't want to call it a dog whistle, right. but we'll call it we'll call it a prophet whistle. And no, no one is going to deny that there's no frequency, there's no voice, and the dog hears it. So now to hear God's voice, you have to be on a prophetic frequency. Okay, well, yeah, whatever Wi-Fi is. I still don't know. I still don't know. What, I don't know what Wi-Fi is. Can you touch it? That's the whole point. I don't understand it, but I, I believe it exists. I believe it exists. Okay, let's just finish this up now. Uh, okay. So, what does that say about the thirteen attributes in that Bible? Well, there's a machlokas. What are the if thirteen? The two, the first two there's still there's, there's still thirteen words. Kale, Rachum, Chanu, Er Chapaim, Rav Chesed, VeEmes, Notzer Chesed, Lafim, Notzer. No, no, but it, there's, a, there's clearly a way of 13 without Hashem Hashem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if you take Hashem Even though Hashem, you, you still have 13. Right. A lot, the really mystics say Hashem Hashem is not part of it. Because really, it's not an aspect of Hashem. It, it's really uh, kale. And when you, um, when uh, Rav Moshe Kurtavero says of the 13 the ones from Micha that one parallel of Micha Mocha Hashem Micha Mocha that parallels Kale so but, well, that's beyond what we're talking about. isn't the interpretation we usually say is same before and same but that doesn't that's true it's the same so God that doesn't mean God. it's an attribute of mercy that's not it doesn't have to be an attribute that's a whole other discussion what the attributes are okay. but here the Ram is clearly saying it's Hashem. We, still left with, but we, are still we always have 13. <laughs> Rambam is not going to argue. There's 13. 
question is, how do we understand the 13? Now, the last paragraph is a lot of words, but it's not saying anything very difficult at all. All the Ram is going to say is, and don't be um, ticked off that there's three different ways to understand this. So it's like, which one is it? So it doesn't matter. You know, it, any one of the three is an acceptable interpretation. And the truth of the matter is, it doesn't necessarily mean that they all can't exist. You know, Hashem diverted him, and he diverted him by showing him something else other than he wanted. And he diverted him, and in the process of diverting, he called out to him in the diversion. So that they're not they're not mutually exclusive. And maybe in some way, that is also the, uh, the Shechina, whatever. But it, it, it doesn't matter. Whichever one it is, the main point is Hashem was giving some information over to Moshe, and he wasn't giving over himself in any kind of a physical way. And that's all he's saying. Don't make it that this is so really hard to, to understand this deep idea. It is a deep idea. And you're going to say, how is it possible to solve a Perush Rabbi that can contain so many interpretations? He says, It's not going to make any damage in what we're engaged with. You can accept, choose any one of the beliefs for this Pasuk that you want. They're all okay. Whether it's that's a quick review of all three. If this great um, revelation, so to speak, is a kulamara nevia below suffolk, either it's a complete prophetic vision, and this was an effort to comprehend spirituality, which he wanted Moshe, but was held back from him. But Vasher he see but what he did get, Hakosihli and Ain Khushbo. What Moshe got was completely intellectual and there was nothing to touch. That's the first shot. Where Hashem create Moshe says, I want to see what your essence is. Hashem says, You can't. I will let you see what? The behind. What does that mean? The way I do things, what I do, not what I am. So that's the diversion. And it was a complete prophecy. It was a prophetic message. There was nothing to see, touch, or anything. That's the first shot. Or maybe, like the Targum says, it was the Shechina, which there's something you can sense and see, something, but it was something that was created. Ubriyoso, in its creation, gave Moshe a certain degree of perfected uh, comprehension. With the Shekinah that Hashem said, so there was something Moshe could physically see, but whatever that Shekinah means, to Moshe bears Unkelos. Or the extra shot is, O lo gam Or you could say, maybe it was all in Nevoah. We could say, with Unkelos, it could be part of Nevoah, like Avram's Nevoah, where, where he saw in Nevoah what the manifestation of Hashem would be. So we could say, or it was a complete prophecy, and in the prophet's mind, he visualized something. Or finally, the third shot with the voice. Or some kind of a sense of the ear. And that voice that passed before his 
face, which is also created without any doubt. Pick any one shatirs you want. Because what's the pshat in all of them, the common denominator of all the interpretations? Don't believe that when it says the word vayavor, like the Pesach, it says, by Moshe, pass before the people. That was physical passing. Do not say that Hashem physically passed before him. Because Hashem has no body. We cannot describe any movement to Hashem. It's impossible to say that he passed as the first explanation of the Pasuk is. So therefore, to conclude, as we're in the midst of these five chapters, uh, six, from Yutes to Chavhei, where again, we're trying to describe how Hashem approaches man, and we've explained what memale means, to give him some degree of perfection, because Hashem is Ram which is beyond what we can understand, but Hashem reveals and doesn't reveal. Hashem reveals the back, but not the front. This is all part of the limited revelation that Hashem gives us. Tomorrow is no class. We have a wedding. Oh, are you aware? Yes. I think I think he knows. Okay, yeah, sure. It's a good plan. We did a 33 minutes. Well, I didn't go that long.